What is it about society that disappoints you so much? Oh, I don't know. Is it that we collectively thought Steve Jobs was a great man, even when we knew he made billions off the backs of children? Or maybe it's that it feels like all our heroes are counterfeit. The world itself is just one big hoax. Spamming each other with our burning commentary bullshit masquerading as insight. Our social media faking as intimacy. Or is it that we voted for this? Not with our rigged elections, but with our things, our property, our money. I'm not saying anything new. We all know why we do this. Not because Hunger Games books makes us happy, but because we want to be sedated. Because it's painful not to pretend. Because we're cowards. Fuck society. It's time for another episode of... 252. Featuring Ralphie D, Frank G, Professor Pat, Kubota Kurt, Princess Crazy Girl, and Amy the Dream Master. I posted something the other day. Oh, it's a Star Wars picture, man. The, the, somebody on some other thing, like, here's our new, you know, newly leaked Star Wars pictures of... Luke Skywalker? Yeah, that's what it was. It was Luke in the robe. And uh, they, like, pulled that, they pulled that within an hour, dude. Yeah, and I got the, uh, the takedown notice because I had it up during that hour. Wow. And like, you know, this is property of Disney Lucas and you must remove. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Actually, they didn't even, they told me to remove it. But when I was told to remove it, they had already removed it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we did, we did you a service. We pulled it for you. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, well, really? I'm like, yeah, really. And it was seriously up for like less than an hour. It was 45 minutes between putting it up and getting the notice. And then four hours later, of course, it was across the entire internet on all the, you know, entertainment weekly and places like that. So it's like, well, I guess I was just in before the media was supposed to have that information, right? So it's like, we see how tightly timed they have these leaks. <laughs> you know? Oh, it leaked, but don't leak it until 4 p.m. Eastern, you know? Right, right. Come on, it's kind of you can see through that stuff, but people don't. So well, it's funny because my buddy Ivan is like, he's every time we get together now, he wants to know like, how much is Frank yanking your chain on this Batman versus Superman thing? I, w- I want to know. I'm like, I can't tell you, man, because <laughs> <laughs> he's convinced that a portion of what you're sending me is just obfuscation in order to get me off of the trail. Right. I'm <laughs> like, no, it's Frank being Frank, you know, just Frank sending me shit. You know, he's not like intentionally trying to fuck with anybody. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not a studio plant. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm usually trying to skirt the thin line of a non-disclosure agreement. You know? <laughs> well, that, that was the thing when you sent the pal into that thing. He's like, "Hey, this is like directly against his NDA, and I'm not sure if I'm cool with this." And I'm going, "Dude, it's my fucking high school buddy. He's not, you know." <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that wasn't covered either, so that's okay. <laughs> and that's the weird thing is, I haven't heard anything about that. As soon as I start saying stuff, it's generally because someone online is already debating it or leaked it in some other fashion, and I can go, yeah, it's this, or no, it's not. Right. You're, you're on safe ground, basically. Yeah, exactly. So what's your personal opinion? You know, I, Do you think that they're going to crush it? or? It depends on how dark they try to go with it. You know, The, the story they're trying to tell could, 
could do really well. And it could also make everybody go, oh, what? I don't understand any of this, you know? Really? So you're, they're definitely going for the comic reader in this one. I personally don't see how if they're trying to they're trying to do a version of the Dark Knight Returns, how they can make that a segue into the Justice League, you know? Right, because the timeline seems completely off, right? <laughs> well, it's just you're talking about dudes that are supposed to be near the tail end of their career, and now suddenly it's the beginning of you know I I don't know I just I just don't see it you know I'm, I haven't seen all the pieces get put together yet you know yeah that's the one thing they're gonna have to you know and I'm not sure that what they're gonna do with that what they might very well you know they haven't said this to anybody as far as I know there you could see at some point a Batman Beyond thing coming in there perhaps even or mm-hmm. or more what I think might be happening because the the Joker in the Suicide Squad, where, right. where he looks like Marilyn Manson dresses the Joker, <laughs> is not the same Joker that everyone is familiar with, right? Right. So he's right. like, why is the what's the timeline difference here? Well, you know, if you look, you see the trailer where he's got the Robin suit hanging up in the Batcave, and it's like ha 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 written across it and stuff. Right. That's Jason Todd. Right. It is, and if you look at that suit, there's bullet holes in both the shoulders. And if you look at the Joker, he's got matching bullet holes in both of his shoulders. Oh no shit! So you're you weren't obfuscating. You were you were talking straight up shit. Yeah, exactly. The Joker. <laughs> but yeah, it's never beyond Warner Brothers to pull a complete switcheroo at the last minute either. If something goes the way they don't want it to go, right? Like, oh, that wasn't supposed to leak. Well, change it. Oh, you know. It's and it's pretty funny too. Like Fox is screwed, right? Because they dumped two hundred million into Fantastic Four, and now and their return is what? Like, if best forty million, forty five. Yeah, they that's they're not even gonna make it up on home video with that one because it's just bad. You know, it's, right? It's not even the kind of thing. Well, I'll buy it and watch it at home, and no, it just sucks. Like the last half hour is decent. If they just started sixty minutes into the film and then continued on from there, like if they just went straight to part two, they probably would have been okay. There's no need to keep telling these origin stories after we've seen them all at least once, you know? Right. Like they want to make another Hulk movie. Oh, let's tell the origin of the Hulk. Well, let's not. Okay, we've seen it. Right. Just have him wreck some stuff and maybe show Scarlet in some tight outfits. We'll be good. Yeah. And definitely don't show Nick Nolte, please. Oh, goodness, yeah. <laughs> and Nick Nolte as Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, man. They should do a buddy movie together. How bad would that be? <laughs> Today is the 20th anniversary of The Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy. テレビゲームでは味わえないバーチャルボーイ。You actually had one of those things. Yeah, that virtual boy is pretty damn dumb. Have you seen one I I saw one like the you know they used to have the demos set up at the store and stuff and I, I thought it looked pretty cool, 
but then it was gone before I, you know, it's like, oh, shit, they're, they're, they don't have those anymore. Okay. And they didn't didn't support it for very long. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a really cool, that was the closest thing to virtual reality that we had. Yeah, it had a pretty cool, you know, sort of a 3D thing going on in there, you know, where you, you couldn't really, it didn't look like you were looking at a, a bad screen. It looked like a, you were looking at a floating bad screen. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> The new, uh, the, the the 3D stuff like the 3DS and the, those things, it, it kind of has the same sort of effect in a way, except that you're more confined it's confined to the screen area because you can see it. You know, it's not up to your face. But uh, they still they continue to do some interesting yeah. things there. Yeah, someone needs to uh, update that. Or uh, actually, uh, I've seen I, I haven't experienced the um, that new virtual thing that's out now, but I've seen people's reactions while experiencing it and it looks weird <laughs> that thing that's like, the uh, uh, the oculus rift that is actually pretty cool yeah. but uh but yeah it, your brain yeah. your brain takes a second and i don't think it's for everyone you know like and i also think it depends on what you're doing with it like it might be cool for just about anyone to put on and have a virtual you know walk through san francisco or something like that you know but as right. far as uh, it's not cool to just put it on any random person and do like airplane top gun battles and stuff like that because you'll you'll barf all over the place. <laughs> yeah, apparently it is like well, virtual reality, you know. So have you have you done it yet? I looked at a demo, same thing for about thirty seconds, and went, "Wow, that's cool!" And I've seen a bunch of the, the video stuff they put out there. The one time I had it on, it's like, yeah, you're pretty well convinced. I mean, other than the fact that all your other senses still are in the real world, you know, if you just go by what right. you're looking at, your head and your eyes believe it, which is partly why you get kind of barfy because your your head and your eyes are telling your brain that you're moving around, but your you know your feet and everything are saying that you're standing still. So <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I got I, I got to uh, try that thing out just to see what it's like. I was watching the show and they were showing porn. <laughs> right, right. I saw one of the. Uh, now it wasn't straight up porn. I saw an ad that said they were doing that, but the one I saw had uh, you're in a strip club, so you get like 3D lap dancer things going on. I'm like, well, this is kind of interesting because you could like, you know, you could look around and you could look up and down and sideways, and you'd get the, the 3D perspective of whatever you were looking at. It's like, well, this is cool. But wait till this gets, like, they get the goggles, and then they get the thing that you put, you know, and then you got some other thing that goes on your hands or whatever. And then no one will ever leave their homes again. That's the cam girl's future right there. It's like, for a thousand tokens, you can jack into this I-whatever-the-fuck-it'll-be-called, I and, uh, you know. Jack in and jack off. I guess so, yeah. That's what the whole thing was created for in the first place, right? <laughs> That's what the uh, the federal government said. We need some way to do this. You know, the presidents keep getting busted. <laughs> Started, probably started working on that when Kennedy was around. You know? Uh-huh. If only uh, the Kennedys would be uh, in so much power right now. <laughs> if only they had stopped. 252. Pump Up the Volume was 25 years old, if you remember that movie. Pump up the volume. The movie. This is Christian Slater as a as a. Oh uh, my God! Pirate DJ. radio DJ. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, that was when I fell in love with him. Like I, that's when I like got the crush of Christian Slater was because of that movie. Holy crap! How does this movie hold up 
you know, now that it's 25 years old. Well, the very premise. And watch it. The very premise of the film, where he's you know he's a high school student who wants to be heard, so he's got his little pirate station, which was a cool thing to do in 1990. There's zero need, or you know, no one would ever make a pirate radio station now. If you, you can't, that, even right. if you wanted to, there would be no purpose because you'd be heard by you know 35 people in your little tiny area where your broadcast transmitter can push out to. Versus right. you know, getting on the internet the and internet. having an audience of millions like everybody does now. So right. they couldn't even make that film today. So like, there's one they'll never remake because there's just... They better like, not. There's no way to do it. Yeah, Unless they, they do it should. as a period piece. Like back in the early days of the 80s and 90s, this kind of stuff happened. You know? <laughs> oh, don't even. Well, like, don't. you know, the... Uh, you know, with the NWA thing out there, maybe there'll be a big, like, late 80s comeback thing in the, in the film department for a while. Well, it seems to be happening because I'm seeing a lot of even, like, 80s horror movies, obviously, you know, popping up where, you know, they're, I heard Christine is another one. They're going to uh, do Christine? Yeah, yeah, from what I've heard. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Still holds up too. I don't know. That was, it's, I don't know. He could probably like edit some Travolta out of that or something. But uh, when uh, he was in uh, Carrie, he wasn't in Christine. So yeah, that, yeah. One, that one's still good. Yeah, I think it would Carrie be already. So yeah. As long as they don't, you know, as long as they stick to the actual remake <laughs> of it and not. This is one of the few Stephen King things that actually followed the book to some degree. Cool. Most of the shit, they'd make a movie and it would leave out 300 pages of book that were kind of... Like important. the It? Well, yeah. Oh, my God. The It was like a thousand pages or something. Oh, my God. They want to make it as a new movie. And like, well, that could be very cool. But even if they make a three-hour movie, it's still going to be missing half the story. Right. Which, yeah, I heard that was one another one they want to do is It. Working on it, but they they stopped again. There was some other holdup, so it's not going to. Uh, seeing somebody post a poster that it's coming out this year, and it's totally going to come out in like four years if it ever happens at all. You know, one right. of those deals. like that's not coming soon, but no. uh, sooner or later they might even wait until like you know Tim Curry croaks and they'll put it out too. The kid they picked looks very similar to him. I forget his name. He is an actor. I think he's English as well and he looks very similar to him so he could pull it off but it would be a younger pennywise you know it wouldn't be yeah, that's not really one of his most iconic roles anyway in my opinion no. I mean, he, yeah you, people one of my favorite is that but that's not his big thing one of my favorite movies of tim curry honestly um is clue yeah that was a big one that, that is one of my favorite ones. Obviously, he was in um, the whatever that Rocky Horror. Well, right, that's his, his most picture. famous role. But he was also right. nah. Oh, he was the devil in Legend. Legend. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God, and that's one of my favorite all like old school movies. Yeah. For the slightly younger kids, he was the uh, hotel guy in Home Alone Two. <laughs> right. Yeah, that devil scared the living daylights out of me when I first seen that movie. But I do, I used to have it. Somebody took it or I borrowed it or lent it to somebody. But I do want to buy it because I do want to show my kids that one. But I, I think they could handle 
handle it. They watch The Walking Dead for the living gods. <laughs> they watch Z Nation. <laughs> I think if they can handle that, they can handle the devil from the movie Legend. Which, how old did that movie's got to be forever old? Oh, maybe 86, 87? Yeah, around there. It was around the same time as Labyrinth and all the other. The Return to Oz. They tried to do those movies for a minute there. Right, the crystal or whatever that is. Dark crystal. That was a little Dark bit crystal. earlier. That was like eighty-two, but like you know, I was even starting maybe eighty-two because then you could include Time Bandits in the same run, where you go. Oh there was a bunch of movies that were designed to kind of scare the shit out of kids. Mom, Dad, it's evil. Don't touch it. But they really didn't. No, because the kids were already watching Friday the 13th on cable, you know. Right, exactly. Like, they were more just entertainment. Um, they were scary to little kids, though. For little? Like, my cousin was probably still afraid of Large Marge and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> and when they finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck, it looked like... This. <laughs> oh, and I heard that was a uh, another one coming. Didn't we speak about that? Oh, new the, Pee-wee, yeah. Yeah, the new Pee-wee on the Big and Bigger show. That's cool, though. I mean, it's yeah. like people at this point have forgotten or could give a shit about what happened that made him no longer able to be Pee-wee back there. And, see, uh, I think my kids would love Pee-wee Herman. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is I like, loved him. He didn't get busted doing anything so horrible that he lost his career. He just had to lay low for a long period of time. <laughs> right. Which Give people back time then, to forget. Right. Back then was a big deal. If it would have happened nowadays, it wouldn't be nothing. You know, but whoop-de-doo. Exactly. You know, which is crazy, but... You know, I did. I I really he I loved Pee Pee Wee's Playhouse. I loved it. I love that was one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah, I hated it when it was new, but I liked it afterwards. I don't know. I liked uh, I hated him in general. The, the, the cheap movie theater we used to hang out with at as kids used to have double features all the time. So it was Back to the Future and Pee Wee's Big Adventure for about six months. And it was like a buck. You know, we were there every weekend for six months. So I saw Pee-wee's Big Adventure probably about <laughs> 38 times until I was fucking uh, Pee-wee Herman fan finally. So I like this guy. I hate this guy. I hate this guy. Oh, wait. This is okay. I get this. This uh, is pretty cool. I see what he's like. You know, I took uh, a minute to get that joke. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then you see him as an, a slightly older person. You see him in like those old Cheech and Chong movies. And you're like, oh, okay. He's just playing that guy. <laughs> you know? Right. He's just playing a fucking moron. That's. <laughs> He's uh, in that role pretty well when you're 11 and don't know any better, you know? Just like right. wrestlers, you're like, well, that dude is totally like that. Like, no, that guy is totally not like that. Not like that. He <laughs> gets off to work and goes and teaches fucking class, you know? No, he is not yeah. like that. Yeah. George the Animal Steel, I think he only just recently retired as a, as a teacher wherever school around here he was working. You know, I mean, really? It's a high school teacher in the area here someplace in, in you know southeast Michigan. And it's like, you know, he said he was doing an interview. He said, well, people, my students used to come in and they'd be like, 
you're that guy, right? And he'd be like, what, you think I look like that guy? I'm offended that you think I look like this animal stupid person, you know, and he just, he'd never let on that it, you know, they played the role back then, of course. Yeah, he's like, I'm sure some of them knew, but I never confirmed it to anyone, <laughs> you know? So, well, that's right. Cool. Um, I re- I remember going up to the Steiner Brothers. They have property up in the UP area yeah. um, where they actually have like a bear farm and stuff. And we went up there. Oh, Jesus. Probably yeah, about 15 years ago or so. And went camping and stuff on like a Memorial Day weekend. And we that was one of the places we I had to make sure that I went and seen because of course at the time they were big. So we were like, we got to go see the Steiner brothers place. But <laughs> so I've been there. Except that then Scott Steiner pulls you over. He cuts a 25 minute promo on you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which would be cool actually in the long run. So I guess, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Rick has a, a, a real estate business up there now. That's what he, he's a real estate agent. So you want to buy a house up there, you can just have him be your guy that takes you around. Right. So. right. Is that what they're doing now? Well, that's what he's doing. The other one's still trying to get in the ring, and they keep telling him to fuck off. <laughs> you go away, right. crazy man. Get out of here. You're too old. Get out of here. Well, you're not too old because, I mean, some of the guys are still wrestling. They're They're starting to get much more selective with who they let in there because of the insurance keeps getting crazy because even their younger people that are you know their main guys are getting hurt left and right oh so, my god yeah so many people are injured at this point like their main three guys are injured at this point you know it's like okay well uh maybe we should see what the hell is going wrong here and uh you know it's like well they said well one of the things that they're thinking about doing is that uh and actually i guess that they officially you know unofficially have done is one of the things they're no longer testing in their in their random tests is for weed. Like uh. they said, a few of the guys that are older guys, like Nash was on somewhere. He's like, that's the greatest thing they could ever do because how many of these guys do you think that they're dead because of the pills they were taking would have been taking those pills in the first place if they were allowed to smoke weed in their hotel rooms? It's like they would have right. been out drinking and getting wasted, getting in accidents, taking buckets of pills. Having all these, you know, it would have been fine if you just left him alone, but no, you know. Like, why do you think Rob Van Dam has never been injured in his entire fucking career? <laughs> you know? Right. What's going on with him? I haven't, is he He's, still uh, in the biz? He, they, he, they bring him in for like three months every eight months, you know. And then he goes off and he smokes himself silly for a while and spends his cash. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like he's training people somewhere, so. Right. He's still, he's still the same happy doofus as he ever was, you know. Right. I liked him as a wrestler. He was he was one of my favorite ones. He used but... to hang around a lot, too. I still have some of his videotapes I should give back someday. <laughs> I don't think he cares at this point, though. 252. I'm kind of geeked, though, because uh, a bunch of my shows. I just can't wait for September. I got American Horror Story. God. Fear of the Walking Dead starts next month. Then going into Walking Dead. Ah, I can't wait. I need zombies. I need brains. Some Lady Gaga on the American Horror Story. It looks pretty cool, whatever she's got going. I'm excited to see how that... And I heard that she is signed on for two seasons. Or she is, quote-unquote, taking over... (laughs) <laughs> I know for sure she 
took over Jessica Lange's part, obviously. But um, from what I read, that uh, definitely there was a two-year two thing two two year contract or something. So I'm assuming we'll get two up. To, what is this? The, I don't even know what this one is. The hotel or something like that. I don't fucking know anymore. I don't know. The picture I saw, she looked like she almost <laughs> has some sort of like H.R. Giger alien type art. Yeah. Like weird, you know, alien from the aliens movies kind of shit going on. So maybe it's she's going to be some sort hotel. of mother alien. <laughs> it's something about a hotel and it being probably haunted and fucking twisted and you never know. That's why I love that show. That should be good. It's not like uh, sometimes they put on these people and like, oh, you can't act. Don't be on this show. But she should be all right at that. She's pretty good. Yeah, I think she'll do a good job. I'm excited. There's a lot of people that are super geeked. And then there's the Scream Queens. I saw, I finally saw, because at first I thought it was a joke. (laughs) Like when I seen it, because I saw Ariana Grande and I'm like, this is not real. Is this like a musical, you know, or what? And It looks like a MTV movie awards skit or something. Yeah, it did. But then I finally saw a commercial last night for it. And it actually looks kind of decent where I'm like, ha ha. All right. I think I can get into this, but we'll, we'll see. Because I don't know if it's going to be her just licking on a bunch of candy and lollipops. I'm not watching it. I liked her on her show that she was on on Nickelodeon because my kid watched it. And I was like, well, this is cute. This is kind of a cool show. Well, that she played an idiot. Right, right. Kat was not supposed to be intelligent. And it worked. But then she had to, you know, they bailed on that show at the end, like right in the middle of shit instead of continuing on. Mostly because those they say, well, I don't want to act anymore. I just want to sing now, and, you know. And now she's immediately started taking a show back up, right? It's like, well, yep. you you didn't not want to act. You wanted to get the fuck away from Dennis from head of the class, because because uh, right. he's a big giant perv, and every one of these girls seems to want to get away from him. So okay, but now she's on this thing, and it's like, well. You know, a hundred bucks says she's going to be playing the same character because that's what? the character she knows. <laughs> you know right. I mean? You never know. It'll be interesting to, to see how it turns I out. Don't, I don't think she'll be doing the voice because the voice at that at this point is annoying to have to push. Oh my god! Yeah. She can't push it without. She's too old. It won't come out as yeah. naturally. No. I and I like her. I love her, and I love her brother Frankie. Yeah. He's, I don't know if you know who Frankie is, but I watch. He was I'm on a huge, one of those. Big Brother. Big Brothers. Yes, I love Big Brother. I'm actually missing it right now. Good thing I've got DVR because tonight's veto night. So, <laughs> yeah. But I am a huge Big Brother fan. And I started watching, well, last last season, he was my favorite. I wasn't, I didn't pick him to win because I saw the conniving crap bullshit that he was doing. And I didn't, I didn't start, I didn't like how, how he ended up turning out to be it towards the end. But he did do good almost the entire time. He held his secret and had everybody tricked and had, you know, everyone fooled and had, had they had no clue that he was related to her. Uh, and then finally he had to, he, he confessed who, who he was. And half the house turned on him and was like, well, we're getting this motherfucker out of here because <laughs> he doesn't deserve the fucking money. He's goddamn, his sister's a pop star. He's like huge, like a dancer on, on in, in New, New York. And he's on there to win money to build, it's for charitable reasons, not for like these everyday people that need the money to survive, to live. No, he's taking the money that he wins and he's building 
schools in Africa or something like that. That was what he was playing for Big Brother for. So it was kind of funny because I had no idea that that was that she had a brother until I watched Big Brother 16. And I was like, what the hell? This guy's awesome. I love Frankie. And now you see him on everything. He's popping up everywhere. You see him in the front rows. you know, a celebrity now he'll be because you can now be a celebrity just because people know who you are. (laughs) Well, and it's Ariana Grande's brother, you know, whatever, Ari Grande, whatever the fuck her last name is. He concealed his last name and changed his last name and everything and for uh, for the show and stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm a big brother fan. Watch my husband hates it. He's like, why the hell do you watch this stupid shit? And I'm like, it's kind of fun because they do games and they make them wear stupid costumes. Like they make them do stupid shit. And it's fun. It's better than watching the real housewives, which I watch too. I'm trying to find better shit on TV, but there ain't nothing out there. <sighs> Nothing's good right now. Nothing's happening. I need shit to happen. Yeah, that's not <laughs> a lot of good stuff at the moment, that's for sure. No, everything, it doesn't happen until like the end of August is when everything starts up. Even movie-wise coming out, I don't think there's anything. Friday is my 20-year high school reunion, and we're going to it. Nice. My hu- my husband's like he talked me into it. Like, I didn't want to go, but he's like, "Come on, come on!" I'm like, "Why are you so geeked to go to my 20 year re- reunion? Like, I still see everybody. I live like maybe you know seven miles from Redford. It's not like I don't see people. And with social media, I'm right. still connected with everybody. Yeah, like I don't so, want to see these. Right, right. Yeah. Mine like, was a few weeks ago, and I skipped it. There was no way I was paying $85 to go pay, oh, hang out with a bunch of assholes. Ours is $20 each. It's at the Detroit Brewery. We get, oh. like, a, a free beer and, like, a f- plate of food, and then after that, beers are 5 bucks each or something, but I can't even drink, yeah. so. It was something like, like $85 a person. I was like, no fucking way. Holy crap, yeah, man. I think, I think my 20 that? year anniversary was that too. I think it was like 80, 80, 85 bucks a person. Mm-hmm. And, See, um, Redford's too they were fucking like, Are cheap. you going? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I really don't want to. I, I did not have a happy um, right. high school experience. So. <laughs> I I wasn't there enough to want to see, you know, I I missed enough. I probably owe them a year of high school and I don't want anybody to catch me. So I stayed the hell away from that. (laughs) Right. I mean, I wasn't there a whole lot either. And I just graduated by the skin of my teeth. I ended up having to go to summer school to graduate because of the lack of school. (laughs) Because halfway, like two months into it, I turned 18 and I was able to sign myself in and out of school. And I signed a waiver to say pretty much, bye-bye parents, you don't have the right to me anymore. And my yeah. parents didn't get the phone calls or anything and I could sign myself in and out of school. My mom wanted to yeah. whoop my fucking ass. Always, hey, always oh, yeah. a great theory, but then when you and look back on it, it's like, yeah. oh, well, it's a shit ton of school. <laughs> they used to let, because I got married before I, Graduated, they used to let my husband sign me in and out of school. Were you 18 when you got married, though? Yeah, but they wouldn't let okay. me sign myself in and out of school. 
That's hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Woo. There was a lot of people. I know, like, when we were in school, like, a lot of people knew Ralph. And, you know, he was pretty kind of like a popular guy. And then they always referred to me as that guy, that little guy with Ralph. And I always hated that. I always hated that because it's like, dude, I'm not little. He's fucking tall. All right. Hey, right. Well, since I was also tall, I was the fat guy with Ralph. So come on, you got off easy. Yeah. I was the little guy. Hey, where was that little guy with you? Yeah. Pat was the I, white I, guy. I, you know. Yeah. Pat was the white guy. You were the fat guy. Um, Kurt was the other black guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mike was Mike. He just had defied descriptions. So that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Denise is actually, Denise is like, you've got to go, Amy. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because you're my memory. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have much of a memory <laughs> because of all the partying between that 20 years that I've done. You know, the last 10 years have been good. You know, I can, but that's. She's like, you've got to be my best. Well, in high school, I was always her memory. She's always had a shit memory. But in high school, I would be like her and I were joined at the hip. And I was always her memory. If we went to a party or anything like that, she would meet all these people. And the next time we would see them, she would be like, you know, they'd come up to her and be like, hey, how's it going? She's like, who the fuck is this guy? And I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. And don't you remember him? He was wearing this and that. And I, you know, and she's like, no. You know what? That, that's funny. <laughs> Every group needs that person. Tom right. is that person in our group. And, uh, I mean, if you leave it to Kurt, he has never seen that person before in his life. He doesn't drink or yeah. drugs. He just doesn't remember people. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. remember people either. Yeah, I'm just I'm just an asshole, and I just refuse to I just refuse to remember. I'll I'll look you right. I've never seen that person before in my life. And they're like, "Hey, Kurt, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, I got nothing." Right. I'm so happy people were name tags at work because I don't know half their names. Well, a lot of that us too comes from you know how you used to acknowledge people at school. It was never like, "Hey, what's your face?" It was always like that head nod when you walked through the mm-hmm. you know on your way to class. Uh, hey, what's up? You know, it was all we ever did. Uh, so it didn't matter oh, yeah. what your name was. Like, hey, what's up, other dude? Oh. <laughs> you know? I still didn't matter too because uh, you would get a nickname. Right. If we, if, if you really mattered, your name would be TC or ST or you know, yeah, guy with the bag on his head or whatever. You know, <laughs> Ch- Chocha bag. Everybody. Yeah. See, a lot of people went by their last names at our right. school, especially like the football players and stuff like that. Everyone yeah. went by like, their last names and stuff. Or the well, guys, that stuff so always came back. Yeah. That always came back later on when you were like with your significant other and you'd be at the mall or something and you'd run into someone and I just would never introduce my wife to anybody. And she would always be like, How come you didn't introduce me? And I'm like, I don't I don't fucking know their name. But I, I don't want to I don't want to be like, Hey, what's your name again? I just, I just act as if, oh, man, what's up? Start talking some stuff. And then I either wait for them to say something that triggers a memory, or if they don't, I won't say anything. And then my wife is just like, she's just standing there, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who that was. For like, for like 18 minutes, 18 minutes just standing there. Waiting How for the weird. <laughs> Your poor wife. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It got so bad for me once. It got so bad for me once that I saw this guy 
And uh, he actually gave me a ride somewhere. I was like, oh, man, it's good seeing you. I remember up and I was like, thanks, bro. It was me and Kurt. And uh, yeah. he gave us rides. Oh, man, awesome. So uh, and I could not remember his name for shit. And so I thought of this thing. I was like, oh, I got this. I, I think I know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Kurt, please finish the story before I sit down my people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was like, all right, man, get you, hey, let me get your number, and then I'll call you back. And he wrote down his number. He goes, oh, yeah, and how do you spell your name again? He goes, yeah, A-L. He goes, A-L, Al, just like it sounds. <laughs> 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 that was one of the crowning achievements of my life. <laughs> I was just like, he was the, the dude was really, he was just so happy and like, because he was an Asian, he was just an Asian dude, he was kind of like a slick kind of hip-hop, this was like back when um, it was just like, it was just kind of like odd to see somebody so engrossed in hip-hop and he was like that kind of guy so he was just like yeah, he was just like yeah, yeah, what's up my brother, what's up and I was like, yeah, and he's like, what's your name? A-Al, and I was just like oh, Ralphie, you don't know who this fucking guy is Of course, you know, I am a huge Walking Dead and zombie fan and everything else. So they got the new series, Fear of the Walking Dead, coming out on Sunday. The poster looks exactly like Dawn of the Dead, by the way. Yeah. And uh, so that starts on Sunday. But I guess, like, my friend Sonia, like, she posted in my comic or in my comment section uh, a number. And it was a hotline number. And she was like, just call it. And it was an emergency broadcast for like North Carolina and South Carolina to like remain like with the doors shut and everything. Like people around the area are receiving letters. Walking Dead fans are actually receiving like these strange packages that contain like a key um, like a piece of cardboard letter with like a partial like lettering to it and it's wrapped in like this weird wood like um, brown paper bag with a woodberry stamp on it hmm. and I know that they're saying that Robin, Robert Kirkman's got a new book coming out connected into the whole series comic thing as well um, but then I guess there was a, a leak or something about if you get season 5 on DVD there's like some in the deleted or in the extras or whatever. There's something about a secret hidden treasure throughout the series or something. So they're doing but, uh, an artificial reality game pretty much. Kind of is what I'm getting the gist. I don't know. I'll send you the – it's on my page. You can read the story and everything. But I found it quite interesting. There's an actual YouTube video of the guy unwrapping it and everything. And I'm like, that's a smart goddamn idea. Like, go if it's Robert Kirkman doing it, like that's badass. Like, I want I want to be a Walking Dead fan that gets a key one of those things. But like, the people that are getting it are putting it together, and I don't know if it's saying no survivors or it's saying wolves or they're trying to piece together what this the message is. But the, everyone that's getting it has one card to put the message all together. And everybody's getting a key. And I we don't know what the key unlocks. And I'm like, that's 
kind of interesting. Hmm. Interesting little twist to The Walking Dead and everything. But I couldn't believe that there was like an emergency like broadcast of like, <laughs> you know, like everybody stay indoors, lock your windows. Like it was so dramatic. Like there was a zombie apocalypse like about to take place in like North and South Carolina. And I'm like, what is going on? Like either that or they're hyping up the new season. It's it's a combination of all, but they're starting to do these with, with things that have enough money to pull it off. They're starting to do these artificial reality game things where, you know, just like you're saying, they're becoming interactive between the shows and reality, and you have to figure out the clues and all the you know puzzles and stuff. That's uh, badass. I mean, there's there's I think they're sort of doing that with Mr. Robot too, where like it looks like they're breaking that fourth wall enough that like they're involving you, the viewer, directly in the game. You have to figure this next part out because we're we're confused, you know. Right. That's cool as hell. Did That's you ever brilliant. see the uh, the Nine Inch Nails one? They remember when they did Year Zero, that the, the sort of concept yeah. record. Yeah. He had a thing going on then too, which was about the you know the police that we weren't allowed to say this and that, and they were going to come get you and whatever. He had a whole thing going on but then there was a game too if you called this number it told you to you know show up at a certain corner in LA at whatever time of day and like these 10 or 12 people showed up there and they're like well I guess nothing's going on and then these two vans pulled up and these guys jumped out and grabbed these people and threw them in the back of the vans and took off you know and they show they get to this underground bunker place they drag them drove them for like 10 miles underground and stuff in this thing and uh, they get out, and there's, like, these military dudes yelling at them for, like, 15 minutes about, you know, what assholes they are. And they say, you know, we're going to do one more thing to, to finish your retraining. And they, like, go down this big elevator, and these people are like, what the fuck, you know? And then the, the thing opens up, and Nine Inch Nails is standing there, and they play, like, three songs. <laughs> I would shit myself. What the hell were you thinking? You kindly agreed to carry tracking devices on yourselves. You showed up for a resistance meeting and you signed a waiver that gave us permission to do anything to you. You allowed yourselves to be hustled onto a van. You let us take away any way of communicating with the outside world that you had. We then drove you to an unknown location and led you down into this room. If this was Nazi Germany, I would walk out that door laughing Fucking Zylon B would start hissing out of the vents. Look, you've seen some scary websites about what the future might become. Me too. So let's start by saying you're not crazy and I'm not crazy and go from there. Is this the future? I don't know. All I want is this. Wake up and give a shit. Open your eyes and pay attention. Don't just swallow the spin. Everyone is fucking spinning. Governments, gangsters, the Fortune 500, the guy next door. Do not swallow what they are shoving down your throat. Wake up and give a shit! What do I want? I want you to... Wake up and give a shit. Do your own thinking. Find out where you stand on things that matter to you. It's time to move. Oh, I think it's the same. Oh, my God, it's the same. Hurry up, hurry up. Oh, my God. 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 Oh
Like, that uh, was why, cool. Yeah. Why couldn't that have been me? Like, damn it. Because <laughs> I've seen a couple of them, like, of his, like, you know, basement little parties that he held and, like, would do performances. And there's a particular one that he did with the, this one guy, and I can't remember his name. And I can't find the video. And he's singing the David Bowie song. They're, oh, they're the, both singing it. With Peter Murphy, maybe? Yes, Peter Murphy. Yes. Same. I can't I did, find did a bunch with them. Yeah, there was like a whole little concert, and it was like in the basement of like Trump or a bunker of some sort, and it was Trent Reznor on the piano, and it was them two singing a bunch of fucking songs, dude. And I was like, why couldn't I be there? Like, damn, <laughs> that sucks. How come we weren't that cool? Because we weren't in LA. Two fifty-two. If you recognize the tune, you know exactly who we picked as the best hair metal band of all time. From the moment they formed in 1981 through their upcoming final concert performance, Motley Crue were the champions of hair metal, the band that all the others wished they could be. Drunken escapades and deadly experiences aside, the music was always finely tuned to their audience. When Shout at the Devil came out in 1983 with the pentagram on the cover, I was forbidden to listen to these terrible people. Of course, that made me want to hear it even more. I eventually borrowed the cassette from my cousin and listened to it with my headphones on, about a thousand times. Every song on that album is good. Follow-up, Theater of Pain, wasn't nearly as good. More covers, more ballads, less rockin'. Take me to your heart, fill me in your bones. Just one more night, and I'm coming on this long and winding road. I'm on
Girls, Girls, Girls had a killer title track, but the rest felt kind of bland. Just when it seemed like they might be fading away, they released Dr. Feelgood, which is another of the best hair metal albums of all time, once again demonstrating why they were at the top of the pile. After the metal meltdown in late 1991, they went through that rough phase that every band goes through when they feud with the singer. Eventually, they patched it up and put it all back together, releasing a string of decent, if not amazing, albums, and continuously touring the world. Not bad for a bunch of guys that started off looking like a combination of Rat and Kiss, eh? Well, that's the end of another episode. Be sure to check out Cave Radio, not just Friday nights at midnight when you can hear our show, but whenever you're in the mood for some entertainment. They're over at caveradiobroadcasting.com. Hit our website at retronerds252.com for show notes and other cool stuff. Thanks for listening. Undead.